Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thank you for joining me again today. This is a great day. This is another great day. You know what? I think the thing we need to do in life is we need to be best friends with Almighty God. I remember this old song for a kid's camp or for vacation Bible school. I want to be a friend of yours mm, a little bit more. I want to be a friend of yours mm, a little bit more. And it goes on and on. Well, that's the way we need to be with our Lord and Savior. We need to be his best friend. We need him to be our connection in life. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds that we can serve you. And Lord, that we would be best friends with you, God, that we would call upon you and you would just lead us and guide us. Help us through troubled waters. Give us strength when things aren't going as well. Give us power to overcome the enemy. God, we love you. We give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 25, 14 says, Friendship with God is reserved for those who reverence him. Who reverence him. Do you reverence God? Do you honor God? How is he your best friend? You know, when you have a best friend, I've had several over the years. My best friend, Mel, passed away uh, recently, and it's it's been very difficult uh, to be able to try to move forward because he was so close to me. But I have another best friend. I have a lot of best friends, several best friends, and my other best friend that I spend a lot of time with, his name is is Todd, and I have a best friend, Warren. I have a lot of friends I spend time with. I love those guys because we communicate together. But our best friend should be Jesus, that we can connect with Jesus and allow him to direct our lives, tell him all the things we're going through, whether they're good or whether they're not so good. See, God wants to be our best friend. You know, Adam and Eve enjoyed an intimate friendship with God. They were unhindered by their guilt and fear. They delighted in God, and and God delighted in them. But we were made to live in the environment of God's continued presence. But after the fall of man, the ideal relationship was lost. Yet because Jesus secured our salvation, left his Holy Spirit with us, we all can become friends of God. You know, in fact, Romans 5.10 says, Since we were restored to friendship with God by the death of his Son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be delivered from eternal punishment from life. Delivered from eternal punishment. We don't have to worry about eternal punishment because we live in the presence of Almighty God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the great I am. We can rejoice. In fact, Romans 5.11 says, Now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us in making us friends of God. People, we need to be friends of God. Friendship with God is built on sharing your life experiences with him. God wants to be more than an appointment on your schedule. He wants to be included in everything you do, from conversations to issues to whatever it might be. Build a friendship with Almighty God. Stay in touch with him. He loves you. He loves you so much. Well, how do you build a friendship with God? Well, just like how you build a friendship with anybody. You spend time with them. To grow in the things of uh, a relationship with people, you have to spend time with people. My wife and I, when we were dating, we were just inseparable. We spent every moment together. It was crazy. For 11 months, we were were inseparable. In fact, we finally had to come up with a day that let's, let's 
figure a day that we won't see each other because we were together so much. And it was hard for that one day, and that didn't last very long. That didn't last very long. And then now, of course, I've been married to her for over 39 years, so we've been together over 40 years. And, you know, I and we are pretty inseparable. We're together all the time. We do everything together, just kind of who we are. And my son and uh, my son-in-law and daughter, the same way. They are inseparable. They are together all the time. And let me tell you something. My, they're 28 years or 27 years old. They've been married three, I think they're in their fourth year right now. And uh, they love Jesus so much, but they love each other so much too. I can tell you this. Uh, I I couldn't be any happier as a father having a son-in-law like Tyler because he loves my daughter with a deep passion. They have tremendous love for each other. What more can a father want to have that love? But the same thing God wants for us to have that deep passion for him, to love him so much that we want to spend time with him. We want to get alone with him. We want to be in his presence. You know, every morning is such a joy to call upon him. When I get up and I walk in the kitchen, when I walk outside, when I go up to my upper room, get alone with him. And during the day to call upon him, I remember my dad calling upon God all the time. It mattered. We got in a car, he would either be singing or praying. We got in a car. It didn't matter. If I was driving, he would say, Tommy, let me pray with your driver. Or if he's driving, Tommy, why don't you pray for us? I mean, folks, and it was that way. I'm telling you, anybody that knew him would tell you the same thing. His life was about prayer. When you hear the old verse to pray without ceasing for this is the will of God, my father lived in an attitude of prayer. It was always, it was, it was always in the tip of his tongue. I want to be that way. I want Jesus to be the, the tip of my tongue. Oh, I'm not a perfect person. Oh, I struggle sometimes, and sometimes my attitudes get the best of me, and sometimes I'm not as kind as I ought to be, and I've got to get kinder. I've got to be better. I've got to work harder at serving God in a greater way. I want to. I want to be everything God has called me to be. You know, we're not perfect. None of us are. None of us ever will be. But if we can be God conscious, that we think about him all the time, that would help us a lot. It's impossible to be God's friend apart from knowing what he says. You can't love God unless you know him. And you can't know him without knowing his word, getting into his word. You know, well, you cannot spend all day studying the Bible you can think about it throughout the day. Many verses come to my mind, and I don't know the verse of the Bible nearly as well as my father did. I haven't read it nearly as much as he has, and I want to read it more. I have a friend named Jay, and, and Jay is a, you know, a prayer warrior who prays with me every Thursday morning and at church. He prays during both our services. He He's a huge prayer, but he's read the Bible. I believe it's 14 years in a row straight through, and he's given away one-year Bibles to bunches of of people because he knows how important it is for us to know God's word. The reason God considered Job and David close friends was because they valued the word of God. They valued above him everything, Jesus, uh, God above everything else. They thought about it continuously throughout the day. You read David's Psalms, it was constant. When David was running from Saul, it was constant that David kept calling upon God and praising his name and and seeking him and saying all these great things about him. You know, when you go through trials in life, when you go through situations in life, I'm telling you what, the Psalms are phenomenal. 
it helped me through a very critical time in my life. I started reading the Psalms and listening to David talk to God helped me immensely make it through some very difficult times. And he, it will help you just listen to the words and how David praises God and trusts him with his troubles and his situations. A third way to build a friendship with God is being honest with him. God expects you to be honest in him, not perfection, but honest. Lord, I'm struggling today. Lord, I have a bad attitude towards whatever her name is. Lord, who treated me poorly at the restaurant. Lord, I'm struggling. You know, none of us could ever be friends of God unless we can be honest with him. You know, the Bible, you know, he tells us we're not perfect, but tells us to keep calling upon him. We're his friends by grace. Jesus is still the friend of sinners, Matthew eleven nineteen says. In the Bible, the friends of God were honest about their feelings. God, however, didn't seem to be bothered by their frankness. In fact, he encouraged it. He encouraged it. You know, Jesus forgives us. We make some, uh, as my dad would say, bonehead decisions. We do some things that are, aren't the greatest things in the world. But I'm telling you what, he wants to be a friend of each of ours. He wants to be our best friends. Do you treat him like a best friend? You call upon him as if you're, when you're calling to celebrate life, when things God has blessed you, do you say, Lord, thank you for your blessings? Thank you for providing for me. When he's seen you through a dark time, do you say, Lord, thank you for seeing me through this time? Sometimes we just go on our lives and we forget to thank and praise him. We need to be people who thank and praise him. We need to be strictly about his business. But yet many times we get so, so involved with our life so in love with our daily situation that we don't do those things that God has called us to do. People, let's be in touch with God. Let's be best friends with Almighty God. God, help us to call upon you. Help us to recognize your greatness. Help us to recognize how you love us and how you forgive us and how you're there for us through the good and through the bad and sometimes even through the ugly. You know, I think of Psalms 100. Uh, it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Serve the Lord with gladness, folks. We're glad to serve him. It's an honor to serve him. Come before his presence with singing and praising his name. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. Yes, to all generations. That's to us today. Generations later, his truth stands its ground. People of God, Let's concentrate this week on being his best friend. Let's concentrate on having that personal relationship. Promise me today you will get alone with God. Say, Lord, I praise your name. I lift up your name. Show me what you'd have me do in life. Lead me down the path you'd have me go. Take me to new heights. Help me to be a living witness for you and help me to be fishers of men. Lord, thank you for these people today. Bless their lives. Open their hearts. May they see you clearly 
as they go through life. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.